distress us No, they can't break us For now we're safe here Cause we're moving in the shadows Elevate the Sky featuring Oceanside 85 with their new single, Moving in the Shadows. I played that last week from my time zone. 
good morning from Seattle. My name is Karen Zoe Lee. You're listening to Night Ride FM. Good afternoon, Toronto. Good evening, uh, UK and Europe. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, my special guest today is going to be Starfarer, and uh, you'll find out why. In the meantime, uh, I want to remind you that Friday is Bandcamp Day, and uh, this single has been sitting in my inbox since um, since I bought it last Bandcamp Friday. This is Immortal Girlfriend with Others. I can't feel all the weight and the time that you take empty fears into space said goodbyes brighter days always thought it was you after all we've been through now I see
That was Immortal Girlfriend with Others. That was released uh, on Valentine's Day, actually. So, <laughs> I played a submission from Great White Dread last Thursday for my time zone, and now it's your turn to hear it. This is a track called She Wants Revenge. Great White Dread with She Wants Revenge. Uh, we're going a little dark this morning, but <laughs> that's because I got something new for you. Zarina sent this to me, and this is from her upcoming release, um, Friday, Atomic Ad Initium. <laughs> I don't speak Latin, I'm sorry, but this is the new single from Zarina. Free. 
Serena with Atomic Ad Inidium, which is from the beginning in Latin. Serena, goodness, I miss her. She used to live in New York City uh, doing fashion and stuff. And she used to come out to Seattle and I had dinner with her about a year ago. And then COVID hit and, you know, she's living out in Spain now. I need to have her on the show with the time zones, man. Goodness. You know, I got a brand new one from Lombardo featuring Acid Arcade. Here's a song called Run Again.
That was Run Again by Lombardo featuring Acid Arcade. We are loving that in the IRC. Hello to everybody in the IRC, by the way, and YouTube chat and um, possibly Discord. I'm not, I'm not really paying attention there right this second, but if you haven't joined our Discord, please do. The links are in both chat rooms. Up next, I got one from Aztec Records. John sent me, John's always sending me Aztec's newest stuff, like from Heart Racer. He, he warned me, he said, the first half of this song's not exactly synthwave. I'm like, yeah, I don't care, and the listeners don't care. A good song is a good song. And here's Heart Racer with Reverence. Now I'm sure as I want to 
That was Reverence by Heart Racer from Aztec Records. Thank you for that, John. He sent that to me. He's always sending me Heart Racer stuff. Love it. I got a message from him today, by the way. I'm, we're going to be playing more Heart Racer on this station. Did you know The Midnight had a remix contest? Of course you did. There was so much talk around it. Uh, I'm going to play you one of my favorites because it became available on Bandcamp and I snapped it up. Hideo Tronic is one of my local favorites and uh, he is heavily inspired by The Midnight. So if you know the track 17 from Monsters, this is Hideo Tronic's remix.
That was Hideotronic's remix of 17 by The Midnight. That was his submission to the remix contest. And uh, we're going to find out, I think, next week who the winners are, aren't we? Uh, have you heard Primo's new single, Do It Again? She's got a video out for it, and it's so touching. It's like watching her life flash before your eyes. She was so cute. Um, anyway, yeah, if you haven't subscribed to her YouTube, do that find that video and in the meantime we'll listen to primo the aliens do it again Do it again. And I've got a couple more for you uh, before I bring out 
my special guest, John from Aztec, sent me. <laughs> he keeps sending me great music. A space tourist. Hadn't heard of them. He brought me space tourists in a new track called The Storm.
That was The Storm by Space Tourist. And that single will be out Friday, Bandcamp Friday, don't forget. Also coming out this weekend, Neutron Dreams Blue, The Blue Lagoon. And uh, if you go to my archives on nightride.fm, episode 60, Neutron Dreams are my guests. They'll be talking about this Blue Lagoon project. In the main meantime, enjoy the original version of The Blue Lagoon.
That was Neutron Dreams with the Blue Lagoon out this weekend. All right, I've got one more before we bring out Starfare, and uh, we're going to chill out just for a little bit. Bite the Boxer has been releasing some really great tracks, and this is the first chill wave track they've given me. This is The Pilot Sleeps Alone.
that was Bite the Boxer with The Pilot Sleeps Alone. And let me tell you, that is the mood in Seattle right about now. <laughs> I'm about to uh, bring out my guest, Starfarer. But first we're going to hear a track. One of his early tracks from uh, March of 2018 was self-titled Starfarer. And this is going to be on his upcoming remix album, Multiverse. This is Starfarer, the remix by Stills.
was Starfarer by Starfarer, the Stilts remix. And uh, my guest of the hour is Starfarer himself. Good evening. How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? Starfairy <laughs> here. How's it going? Oh, so glad to have you on the show. I've been enjoying your um, live streams, all five of them. Oh, yeah. So far. Those have been amazing, yeah. Yeah. So the Synth Valley, is that you or, or do you have a team? No, it's just me. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah, I started it um, just because I wanted to like start a local scene in the Bay Area, like San Jose primarily. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with COVID and everything, it just started doing streams. And yeah, it's been all me. <laughs> that's amazing. Are you uh, finding a good number of, of acts or people requesting to be on the show? Not too many requests, but, you know, I reach out to as many many artists as I can. I'm like, hey, uh, do you have a live set? Do you want to do a live stream show? A lot of them, they're like, yeah, I'm down, man. The ones that I like to call, you know, like headliners, like bigger acts, they're usually like busy. (laughs) They got like albums coming out or like, I don't know, it's just more busy. So it's harder to get, you know, like bigger headlining acts. Gotcha. Yeah, and I was talking to... um... Eric C. Powell last week about their live stream, uh, Damocles bef- before that, and they they were both talking about how much harder it is to prepare, maybe not harder, but the things you don't think about um, preparing a live show at home, because you still have all your gear versus taking <laughs> it on the road. <laughs> I've always said like during, you know, these times, COVID times, like it'd be like a perfect opportunity for those artists who have been really thought about or delved into the idea of performing live like you could start by streaming doing some practice rounds you know streaming live not not too much pressure when it comes to like you know performing in front of people yeah no i'm just amazed that you put on these six hour shows and at the end of it you've got all this energy <laughs> and the turnouts have been great yeah the sim fam has been killing it in the chat and the turnout that's what i enjoy, enjoy the most you know besides the the acts and the performances but the chat is just <laughs> <it's> so funny. <laughs> lots of jokes and lots of great comments and people in the chat. I don't use Twitch very often, so I don't know what things you've put in there and what comes with the program. Like the Doritos thing. Did you start that? <laughs> no, the Doritos comes with the program. But uh, when I started streaming on Twitch in the beginning of uh, the quarantine, I was doing live performances and I was, I mentioned in, I don't know if it was a, a stream or a podcast or something. I mentioned that one of my favorite snacks during the quarantine has been the spicy nacho Doritos. <laughs> and then people were starting to like, you know, use that icon during the, 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 the streams. And then one day uh, uh, I was, you know, messing around with the Pedroncho, the alien, and people were throwing nachos, spicy nacho Doritos. And I was thinking, you know what? You guys want to feed the alien? (laughs) (laughs) And it was so funny the way, you know, like when you put a bunch of the the emotes on Twitch, it just like fills up the whole entire screen and it was just hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that's fun. My son likes to do that. Just put the emotes in and send them and then watch them appear on the TV. Because I cast from Twitch to my television when I watch How did Pedroncho become part of your family? Did you uh, did you win him at the fair? He looks like a fair prize. <laughs> he does. Uh, I just ordered him off of Amazon. 
All right. <laughs> I don't know why I ordered it. Uh, oh, I think I, I remember why. It was for the uh, Area 51 raid. Oh, right. Yeah, and I wanted to do like this video where like it was chilling in the back of my car when I when I came back from the Area 51 <laughs> raid. <laughs> and yeah, he's just he's been around since then. <laughs> I gotta say, he's not as good on the keys as you are. He misses a lot. Yeah, his, his fingers are too chubby. <laughs> but I didn't have a name for him for a while. I was like, everybody meet uh, the alien during the Twitch streams. <laughs> and then I was like, do you guys want to name him? And that was during the first uh, Sim Valley stream fest. And somebody was like, Pedro. And somebody else was like, Poncho. <laughs> and then I believe Matt, Matt from Watch Out for Snakes, was like, let's call him Pedroncho. <laughs> I don't think I was in the chat that day. Oh. But yeah, he started showing up and just <laughs> I love seeing those guys in there. Pedroncho came to be. <laughs> That's fun. Are you already planning the next one? Yeah, I already have it all booked. I'm gonna announce it this week actually. So yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, so and I got <laughs> I got a remix album coming out too. Uh, yeah. Friday for Bandcamp Friday. Multiverse. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It's gonna be a huge album as of yet you've, you've announced uh 15 artists i think yeah but wait <laughs> there's <laughs> yeah, <I know>. more <laughs> there's still quite a few days leading up to friday so yeah it's the last four i was gonna list them but then i had kept writing you've got some locals to me psych uh night Ride 87 michael weber mm. all guys yeah. in my area elevate the sky he already did one with you didn't he not a remix he did a it did a feature on my my track. Played some guitar over it. Um, yeah, so I have I've got a lot of homies on there. So most of them are like good friends and people who have either like played shows with before or collaborated with. Did you uh you let them just decide what track they want to remix? Yeah, so it was pretty much like a first come first serve. I made one exception because one of them really wanted to do Moons Haunted and somebody else already had picked that so. Well, all right, I'll let you do. <laughs> so there's one duplicate on there. But, oh, but that's, yeah. that's cool. Can you tell us how many tracks it's going to be? Yeah, it's going to be 19 tracks. 19. Uh, I'm still waiting for, <laughs> for like, I think four final finalized tracks. If everybody delivers on time, <laughs> it's going to be 19 tracks. Cool. So the, the pre-orders for that begin Friday on Bandcamp. Yeah, uh, bandcamp.com <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna have cassettes and CDs and yeah if you want to save a couple bucks for pre-order on Bank on Friday I'll probably increase it a little bit until the uh, the release date order it on Friday <laughs> oh by the way uh, thank you for uh, the coloring book that you included oh, with my no. order <laughs> no problem. that was so cool when uh when I got the package it just said the NASA thing on the one side that I saw. And I'm like, what nerdy thing did I order that I forgot about? Like <laughs> Did I order a magazine or something from NASA about space and it turned it over and it had your name on. I was like, Oh, of course. Starfare. <laughs> so I thought I'd make a clever post about uh this just showed up and made a crater in my lawn. Yeah, I saw someone like calling some face, but some people were concerned. Like, dude, you shouldn't open that. <laughs> <laughs> Go tell them that you found it and don't open it. 
and then I showed the picture of you know every all the contents out, including the little baggie and everything. <laughs> and a different friend said I was emotionally invested in this all morning long. <laughs> like, Good, go listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was bummed that the uh, mailman just shoved it in your mailbox. Oh, it wasn't too bad. It's just uh, it said handle with care, and he just did not pay attention <laughs> to that part. It wasn't too bent up. Just the spine was a little uh, squeezed, uh, but no, it was, it was in fine condition. <laughs>
I gotta ask, who does the artwork? Is that yours? No, usually for like albums, I hire people to do the illustration, and it's always somebody different. Oh, okay. But for like singles and EPs, I usually do the artwork. Um, That's cool. But yeah, all the albums, it's just illustrators because I can't really. I'm not really good at like drawing or illustrating, but um, for my singles and EPs, I mess around with like Blender and stuff. And um, I- I'm okay <laughs> at Blender, so. I love them. They're pretty. <laughs> Thanks. So going back to the, the Synth Valley thing, that was just you. Mm-hmm. Was that something you started so that you could turn it into an event company? Yeah. So how the way it like blossomed and turned into a thing was that uh, when I started my the Starfire project a couple months after I released my first album, I was like really eager to to start playing shows and. Um, Two or three months after I released it, the first album, I went to like a first synthwave local show that I knew about, and it was Vector Hold playing with uh, Voltaic Spore and some other electronic artists. So I went over there and um, I introduced myself, and you know, met Pete from Vector Hold and Ryan from Voltaic Spore, and I was like, "Hey, you guys, um, I just released an album. I would love to play a show with you guys sometime." And they're like, "Oh yeah, man, I'll be that'd be awesome." But, you know, I was really eager, so, like, a couple months passed by and nothing happened, nothing came out of that. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to book my own show and see what happens. And I actually met another artist from San Jose, Maniac2084. Him and I started talking and thinking about planning how to book a show and hitting up venues and seeing, you know, where we can, like, host a show. And he found this place called the Back Bar in San Jose, like, downtown San Jose. The only caveat was that... They charge like $125 to, to book a show there. So he said, yeah, I'll cover it. So he pretty much booked it. And we hit a vector hold and we'll take explore. So that was the first show that I've ever played. And I was really excited. And from there on, I was even eager to play more shows because I had so much fun performing on stage. Because it, it had been like a while since I performed on stage because I used to play in bands and stuff. So yeah, I was eager to play another show, and then the next show was another show. This time I booked in Monterey. It also included Maniac 2084 and Voltaic Explorer, and then another artist that I found that was uh, based out of San Jose, which is Dead Mall, who I've been trying to get on the Sin Valley stream for this, but she's uh, been busy. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's another uh, local synthwave artist. And then the show after that was another one that uh, we booked this time Voltaic Spore kind of took the lead on that in Santa Cruz and then since then I was like you know what I should just start something that you know that will make it seem more like official more professional and I was thinking up of names and I was thinking hmm what could we name it and, you know I thought about Silicon Valley oh that's cool how about Sith Valley yeah, yeah so that's, how the, that's how the name came about I was like yeah I'll call it Sith Valley and let's make it official and start putting shows and start a local scene and stuff. So yeah, that's how it started. And ever since then, I've been putting on shows locally. And Voltaic Square has been the one that's been helping me with putting on shows in Santa Cruz. And I've been doing most of the San Jose shows. Yeah, and you were supposed to come up here with Let Em Riot. And oh, who else was on that lineup? Oh yeah, George Bishop. Yeah, that was the headliner. How did I forget? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, another thing I forgot to mention was my second show is actually in Portland. And 
that also really encouraged me to want to perform even more because that that show was amazing who else was on that lineup do you remember yeah uh it was lucy in the skies michael weber and psych all the homies <laughs> and i also wanted to have another option for uh touring acts or people who want to play up here another stop for them even though turbo drive has this like thing in their contract that artists can't can't perform within like 100 or 200 miles <laughs> within the within a month we get some leeway with santa cruz but yeah it kind of sucks that some artists can't play in san jose because of the turbo drive contract yeah that's that's pretty common uh, i had to go to portland for to go see the midnight because they were playing some festival in seattle that i couldn't go to so they didn't book a venue in seattle for their tour all right uh, like i get it <laughs> i get it with like large acts like that because you know they want to benefit the most and stuff but like with like smaller smaller acts that tour they're just trying to you know perform wherever they can it kind of sucks that they can't do that yeah if the lineup's different the draw will be different like i don't mind if one of the artists mm -hmm. is the same i'll see you twice <laughs> <laughs> And Synthwave fans, they will eat those tickets up. They'll go to both shows. Yeah. So, Starfare, that's a somewhat recent project. Uh, when did you decide to do the Starfare thing? Like with the, the costume and the whole outer space theme? <laughs> well, it pretty much started like four years ago. Initially, like I said, I, I was in metal bands. And I played a lot of shows in like Monterey area because that's where I'm from. But then like right after college, I moved to San Jose to, to be closer to my girlfriend at the time, who's my wife now, and to get more like job opportunities because there wasn't a lot of jobs in Monterey. And San Jose is like a bigger city, so there's more jobs here. Once I moved out here, I couldn't find a, a band to join. It was something that was like worthwhile, like with my time. So I started like doing solo stuff, writing my own metal songs, just me and myself and I. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, I just started messing with like electronic stuff. I think I joined this this Reddit uh, game. They called it a uh, game of bands, where like there's a group of three people, and each person has their own role. Like one person does the lyrics, one person does the music, and one one person sings. And then one of the the rounds that came up, or one of the themes, was 80s music. And by that time, I had already like learned about synthwave and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sign up for the music part and i'm gonna write my first synthwave song and that was actually my first song which was assimilator which is on my first album it just had like different lyrics and a different singer but yeah that's you know the first concept was that song from <laughs> a game on reddit and since then i just decided to you know what i'm gonna start this simply project and i was thinking about like what should i do because i was really i'm really into sci-fi and space and stuff and i really wanted to do something more along the lines of like spacey synth wave and i was thinking up of names what can i name myself because you know i wanted to go with the space theme and i had a bunch of names that i don't really remember now um, but they were all like space related but i really wanted something that that you know that meant somebody who travels to the stars and I couldn't find a name until like one day I stumbled onto, I think it was an album on Bandcamp and the album title was Starfare. I was like, Starfare? What is that? Because I remember I heard of Wayfair. That's, you know, somebody who walks or something like that. <laughs> and Starfare, that's, 
what is that? So I looked it up and it meant, you know, somebody who travels to the stars. I was like, oh, perfect. So I checked to see if it was if it was taken. I checked Instagram, Twitter, um, Spotify, everywhere, and it wasn't taken. It's like, oh, well, perfect. It's a perfect name. I'll use it. And yeah. yeah you are so easy to tag on socials. <laughs> and then around the same time, I realized that a lot of electronic acts, not just simply acts, but a lot of electronic acts, they like to like, wear helmets or have some sort of persona and i was like oh that's perfect i could be an astronaut because you know that's what my name means so how long can you perform with that helmet on <laughs> usually it's at least four to five songs depending on you know the what kind of song it is and the energy level of the song usually i take it off when i'm like gonna start playing like the the harder darker songs because I'm able to, you know, headbang more and get, you know, more into it. <laughs> I, I feel like when the helmet comes off and we, we see you, that the energy comes out. Like it's been kind of trapped inside the suit for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if I wanted to, like, I probably couldn't last more than four or five songs because it gets hot. <laughs> can you see? Or do you play by feel? No, I can see. It looks dark, but it's not really that dark. It's like, it's like wearing, wearing sunglasses pretty much. Yeah, I don't know what it's like wearing sunglasses on a stage where the room is mostly dark, but the bright lights are, like, in your face. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would depend on the venue if they don't have, like, enough lighting. But most venues, they have enough lighting where I'm still able to see what I'm doing, you know? Even I even have a fan in my helmet, like a computer fan. With a ba it's battery-powered. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but even still, I can only last, like, four or five songs. Maybe if I add another fan, I could probably do like an extra two songs. So is it an authentic suit? <laughs> authentic helmet. <laughs> I don't even know if you can get that. Yeah. Like NASA grade. $10,000. <laughs> it's part of the entertainment. I feel like I can like express myself more and like rock out more when I take off the helmet. Usually yeah. I do take it off. Until I have to. <laughs> A few songs gets the point across. <laughs> One time I tried to like do it like at the end of it to bring it back, put it back on at like the last song or something. But it's even worse because I'm already all sweaty and stuff. <laughs> it didn't work out. My, I tried to do that once and I just had so much sweat in my eyes I couldn't see what I was playing. Oh no. So before Starfarer, you were in a metal band or different metal bands? Yeah. Is that what you listen to? Yeah, I'm a metalhead uh, by heart. <laughs> I started by playing guitar in middle school. I think it was eighth grade. Um, but it all started in fifth grade when I met my best friend at the time. He introduced me to metal and he started playing guitar and that influenced me to, to pick up the guitar as well. And I was really into Pantera, Megadeth, Metallica, Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I started learning guitar since eighth grade, and I met a couple of people who also, you know, played guitar in middle school, and we started like a little band. It was like a weird mixture because everybody had their own like background, their own like style. It was like a weird mixture of like punk and rock and surf rock, <laughs> and that was the first band I joined. And then after that, most of us, except one of the members, we started a stoner doom band. <laughs> because we started smoking a lot of weed in high school so we would just like smoke weed and jam out and then after that i joined a 
punk band and that was mostly uh we because we started drinking vodka <laughs> we just drank vodka and played punk rock and then after that i joined a, a metalcore band and that was pretty much like the biggest band i joined because we played like pretty much over 100 shows like locally in salinas and monterey and we did like a mini tour up to like washington and yeah that was the last band i played in the downfall was that one of the members <laughs> cheated with the <laughs> or one of the girlfriend's members cheated with one of the other members in the band oh no and that just that, that just made things awkward and just weird <laughs>
Ever since you picked up keyboard, um, you still play guitar? Yeah, I still play guitar. Not too much, but I still know how to play. And I actually recently released a, a post-metal album. It's like a little side project I started. Oh. Yeah, I released... It was like a 10-track album. So, yeah, it was mostly post-metal. And then I did some metal vocals on it as well. Recorded all the guitars and, and the bass and the vocals and the drums. I just used uh, like like MIDI, pre-recorded MIDI drums. Mm. But, yeah, I still dabble in the guitar. <laughs> and I did uh, record some guitar for some of the Starfire tracks. Like there's a solo in Breakaway and there's some guitar parts in... Um, LA Invasion. I never see you play it live though, that's why I wondered. Yeah, I don't really play, at least for Starfare, I don't really play guitars like live. I thought about it, but I don't know. Maybe someday once I have more guitar parts. That is cool though, seeing somebody on stage switch from, you know, keys to sometimes it's drum pads, a lot of times mm -hmm. guitar. Like if, I mean, that's asking a lot, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like Elevate the Sky really kills it in that in that way. Yeah. Switching up keys and guitar and vocals. That'd be cool to see you on stage together. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping one day we could do that where I play the keys for To the Stars and he plays the guitar solos. That'd be amazing. Yeah. How far is LA? Driving, uh, I guess we even know. Six hours or something. That's a, is that with traffic? Uh, that would depend oh. <laughs> what time you 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 end up in <laughs> LA. Yeah. <laughs> we did play a couple shows together. There was one in Oakland, and then I booked them in San Jose. We played a couple shows together, but we never really thought about playing that song live together because there wasn't really like anything like big shows or anything. But it'd be awesome to to play like a like a bigger show in LA and then play that track together. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, we we heard that uh, just last week. Just because I bought the cassette and I was telling people to go buy it. It's the second printing. <laughs> go buy it before it's gone because I got one. <laughs> Miss it the first time. Yeah, I have three copies left. Three. Yeah, mm -hmm. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks that I didn't get to play LA that much before COVID hit. I did play one time in Lancaster thanks to the McCready boys. But for some reason, there wasn't really that much going on. At least after the Outrun the Sun festival, not much was happening. I know the synth cartel started like right before COVID, like a couple months, maybe a year before COVID. Have you uh, considered doing a bigger, like a tour? Yeah, I would love to do that. I just, you know, depend on the logistics and everything. Um, I know. Now's not the time to think about it. <laughs> yeah. No time for making plans. Not on my mind right now. <laughs> just popped up in my facebook memories my the last show that i went to before covid was exactly a year ago let's see i think i'd already bought the droid bishop tickets by then too and i was holding on to them and i guess after a year and then eventbrite will just automatically refund i think it's been a year now since uh my last show which was um i think it was turbo drive pretty much a year ago now it's crazy who would have thought like i always think about like somebody and the summer of 2019 came up to me and was like, hey, dude, next year, you're not going to be able to play any shows. Nobody's going to be able to go out except for essential purposes. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Everyone's going to be wearing these masks on their faces. Yeah. And now people look at you weird if you're not wearing it. <laughs> yeah, it's been exactly a year now. My last show was February 21st. Man. Wow. Yeah. I feel like 2020 both crawled by and also just blew by 
because of the fact that nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, like, it went really fast, too, because uh, my little girl, my little baby, I was just looking forward to that, and uh, that's all I was thinking about, waiting for the day for her to be born, and then every milestone after she was born, it just went by so quick. I had a couple friends have babies like, right before the pandemic. You know, we were already planning on visits and such. And then yeah. shut down. And now I'm seeing videos of them walking. Like, great. Well, I guess I missed out on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's another reason why I, I planned this remix album. Because I was so busy being a first-time dad. I was like, I'm not going to be able to release any music. It's already been a year since I released my last album. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> like perfect time to re to do a remix album. I'll just have other people do the work for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we love remixes. Yeah, a lot of good names: Shikimo, Vectorhold, Magnavolt. Watch out for snakes. You did say the McCready Boys, mm -hmm. Lord Nikon. So yeah, this is going to be available Friday. Yeah. I assume at midnight. Pre <laughs> for pre-order. You'll probably get a couple of tracks. Yeah, we'll see what's ready to go by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was also thinking this is only top secret for for you. <laughs> if I include some some marbles that resemble the little multiverses, <laughs> oh, little glass marbles. Yeah, just to whoever whoever pre-orders the first twenty copies or something, I'll, I'm gonna include some playing marbles that kind of play on the idea of the, the multiverse planets oh. or whatever. They're not oh, planets, okay. but and you want me to cut that? No, it's all good. Oh, okay. I thought you said top it's secret. exclusive information for, for your program. <laughs> oh, for the listeners. I thought you meant for me. No. <laughs> I mean, you already sold out your cassette almost twice over now. I, I think I think you'll be grabbing this up. There's so many good names on here. So as far as um, Synthwave goes, I know you listen to a lot of metal. Do you listen to a lot of uh, artists in our genre, our scene? I don't really usually go to like a certain artist. I usually just listen to playlists whenever oh, okay. like I'm driving or if I'm going to sleep or if I want to find some inspiration or something. I'll put on like a, a playlist and um, get some ideas, get inspired and stuff and see what uh, <laughs> the synth is like currently because there's a lot of amazing stuff happening right now. Like we're seeing the results of uh, people being stuck at home with nothing to do with all this time to produce music. It's like yeah. all coming out, you know? And these live streams are, I know it's not the same as being in person, but I feel like I'm seeing more performances now because I can get to them, especially yours because they're in my time zone. <laughs> I have to get at 10 a.m. to watch some London stream. <laughs> I will, but it's, it's nice to, you know, have it in the evening here too. Not a, not a whole lot that caters to the West Coast. Yeah, and I also uh, just am blown away by by the support from you know the the viewers such as yourself and you know the Simfam donating and stuff. I'm able to pay the artist for their time, and it's just it's amazing that I'm able to do that for a live stream. You know, a lot of the artists are surprised, like, "Well, I'm getting paid to perform on on a, on a stream." It's like, "Yeah, bro, I got you." Cool. But yeah, the, the next one's going to be March 13th. Oh. Um, I can I can let you know who's playing if you like. <laughs> you already know? Exclusive news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to announce it by the time you know this airs. So, so good. Oh, okay. Yeah, then go right ahead. 
But yeah, there's going to be um, Gregorio Franco. Nice. Uh, Faith in the Glitch. Um, Arcade Glitch, a.k.a. Miles Matrix. All right. We've got the War Horse, um, North Innsbruck, Aero Nexus, and then uh, hopefully Xeno Circuit. He's a local act. Okay, cool. Yeah, awesome. I think it'll be fun. They're always fun. <laughs> so March 13th, 6 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, as per usual. <laughs> yeah, as per usual. I know that, but maybe <laughs> the listeners don't. Yeah. Check out my music, starfair.bankout.com. You can stream my music on Spotify and all streaming platforms. Uh, be sure to check out the Simp Valley streams, Simp Valley Productions on my Twitch channel twitch.tv slash starfaremusic um, and then I've got a podcast if you want to check that out it's a synth and brews podcast I'm interviewing synth artists I like to say it's like having a beer with your favorite synth artist so yeah awesome. <laughs> cool I gotta check that out and uh, when is that podcast normally do you have a regular time for that I've been doing them every other week because uh, I don't have too much time <laughs> usually every other week I release it on like Sundays Okay. So you can like find it on Spotify and um, anywhere you can you get your podcast, and you can find it on synthinbruce.com. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, for joining me tonight. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, of course, no problem. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to hear more of those remixes. Pretty amazing remixes. Uh, like I said, they're all hobbies, and even I feel it is a lot of tracks. But these are all good friends, and they all made pretty amazing remixes. So. And we all mutually benefit. So yeah, it's going to be amazing. Check it out. Hey, looking forward to it. <laughs> Let's play out with uh, Starfair's most recent single, New Horizon. And thank you once again for joining me. And uh, thank all the listeners for being here, for tuning in. And uh, everybody, have a good night. Peace. Peace.